Hi there, my name is Tom Bell and welcome to my 5-Minute Friday podcast on the 24th of November. I'm a trainer, an author and a speaker specialising in patient safety. I lost my sister Alison to suicide after she was groomed and abused in the care of an NHS mental health hospital in the late 1980s. And in 2017, I was ousted from the NHS as a manager after I blew the whistle. Um, Okay, so yeah, this week's 5-Minute Friday podcast. I just wanted to talk about the craziness of the recent budget. Super boring, I know. Um, But it was amazing, wasn't it, to watch Jeremy Hunt step forward and try to sell what were actually tax increases as tax cuts. You know, let's take some money off national insurance here. Let's do this, that and there. And everybody's looking at public services thinking that they're on their knees. They are essentially crumbling in front of us, including, of course, the NHS. And we need to be asking the questions, don't we? What is the priority of government? And I may have said this before. In fact, I'm sure I have. But is the priority of government to grow the economy, which essentially is destroying the planet and driving us all mental in the process? Or is it our health and well-being? I think it has to be our health and well-being. I don't think we can continue to judge the success of a country on the size of its economy. It it just doesn't stack up. It really doesn't matter. And um, if if what we're after in life is contentment and happiness, and, and I would separate contentment and happiness from having everything that you need, I think that's that's the marketer's dream of contentment and happiness. And trust me, I know I was a chartered marketer for 20 years, but don't hold that against me. And we say, right, okay, what would we like? You know, as a, as a nation, what would we like? I think we'd like a good health and care system, wouldn't we? I think we'd like to know that our government had our health and well-being as its primary interest. I think we'd like to think that someone had a handle on the NHS. That's another story, isn't it? And I think we'd all like to think that we were going to be cared for well in our older age or when we needed it when we get ill. The idea that we can be bought as voters by, uh, was it a 2p cut in our national insurance income tax rates or whatever it was, is just absolutely desperation. I mean, the Tories are desperate right now. I mean, they've made us all desperate, but they're desperate now to secure our votes. Something has to change here, doesn't it? The problem is, I don't think anybody's got any faith in Keir Starmer. Um, Frankie Boyle, I think, calls him a question mark, and, and, and I'm yet to disagree with Frankie Boyle's character analysis of him. We need a radical change in this country. The problem was that the radical change that we had, which was Jeremy Corbyn, was hounded by the press to the point where he was you know, I mean, some of the things I've heard people say about Jeremy Corbyn, there was one guy I met last week who said, oh, well, I'd never vote for him because he wanted us all to drive the same cars. Uh, you know, Jeremy Corbyn wanted us all to drive the same cars. Who said that? No, I don't remember anybody saying that. I certainly don't remember Jeremy Corbyn saying that. But what people are, are fed to believe and what people are so ready to believe is just incredible, isn't it? I mean, there are there are reasons for this. There are behavioural science reasons behind all this, why people believe what they're told, etc. Part of it's to do with their need for stability and security. Um, who, you know, who really wants to think they live in a country where the press is controlled by a rich elite who will lie to them when it suits them? That would be crazy, wouldn't it? Um, but, you know, hey, <laughs> welcome to reality, folks. So this that looks like we'll be having an election soon. Um, I attended a meeting this week of two two organisations, one called the National Health Action Party and one called Keep Our NHS Public. Now, interestingly, I don't agree fully with either of their agendas. I don't think they are particularly well thought through. But I think if they, if, if those organisations, along with organisations like We Own It and various others, um, 
if they're going to make a difference, they really have got to get their acts together and do something cohesively and collectively. And I think they've got to think through their arguments a bit more, <laughs> yeah, a bit more sophisticatedly. I think that's that's uh, that's going to sound patronising to them, I guess, isn't it? But hey, that's the way I see it. Um, I don't believe that all healthcare should be delivered by the public sector. To those of you that have read my book, No Wealth But Life, How We Can Save the NHS, that may come as a surprise, but I argue in that book that you need a vibrant private sector because people in a democracy need choice. If I am wealthy enough by dint of my hard work or good fortune to choose where I can get my health and I want to jump the queues, then I should be allowed to. Where I disagree with the private sector is the government using it as a way of propping up the public sector and forcing people to use it because they can't get the help they need from the NHS. But I think we should have a private sector in this country. I think we should have a private world-class, um, sorry, we should have a, a world-class private sector in this country. That's where innovation comes from. Innovation does not come from within organizations like the NHS or any other public service because there is no incentive to innovate, no prizes for succeeding and no penalties for failing. Um, you know, enterprise and competitive forces, they're the things that produce innovation. But there's not that's not to say that when that innovation is produced in the private sector, that it cannot then be transferred to the public sector. So um, where are we going? It looks like the world's going to hell on a handcart doesn't it? It can feel that way sometimes, I know. Um, and that's not a really, that's not an uplifting note to leave you on, is it? But I guess if you, yeah, where am I going with this? Politics, what are we going to do with it? Uh, you know, people want us to vote for their parties, but I don't think those parties are going to achieve anything. But if we don't vote for the parties, then we leave the buggers that are in already in, and they continue to cause carnage. It seems like we have the, we have to, we're picking the, the least worst option rather than the best option, aren't we? Um, I'm conscious I've overrun now. I'm into my sixth, sorry, seventh minute. So forgive me. Um, as ever, thank you for listening to me ramble. Um, and I think it has been a ramble this week, hasn't it? Sorry about that. Uh, as ever, stay safe, stay sane. And if you can, which is becoming increasingly difficult, stay solvent. Um, have a good weekend. Thanks for listening.